Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Do, do, happy, ho. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a second, come there on. There we go. Do, 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 do. Kind of feels disconnected. For those of you watching or listening to the podcast, normally Tom shows us and I do my do, 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 do and move my arms back and forth in some weird drummer way. Um, but Tom today decided to hit the wrong button. So that's what you just didn't observe, but you heard. And we apologize for that. We have glitches. That's what's real for today. No one's that is what is real for today. There is no doubt about that. We're still figuring this out every day. <laughs> no, we've got to figure it out. It's just that sometimes things don't go the way we planned. That, oh, good lesson. Wow. And that's what's real for us is that, and real for all of us is that, yes, we can have the best intentions. And yet other things come into play. My mind came into play today and I didn't shift buttons and that made the difference. So it's a good lesson for everyone to know. You can have the best laid plan and sometimes other things come in the way. So, so good morning, everyone. This is today's antidote our daily broadcast where we try to help you take your next step where we have a conversation around a topic and our topic this week has been when they say no whether your boss your customers your clients potential clients and as a part of that conversation we hope that if you are watching this on Facebook live that you will or YouTube that you will add your comments because we know how much that impacts what's going on at the end of the show at the end of the conversation Bob and I will each offer our one thing our antidote for this issue, this challenge, to help you maybe move forward. Maybe it'll be today that it benefits you, or maybe it's somewhere down the line. We also know that if you would add what you think is your one antidote, that might help someone else. So if you are listening to this on um, either, well, now we've expanded, right? Yeah. So now it's on Apple iTunes, it's on Spotify. What are the other places? Radio Public, um, Google Play. There are a couple others that uh, I I don't even have the list. I need to get the list and bring the list, but I did not prepare for the list today. That's okay. So I think there's six different places that you can listen to us if you're listening to the podcast. So we hope that if you are listening to the podcast, you will either like us, subscribe to our podcast, Leave a review, that would be awesome, and share it with your friends and family and people who you think might consider themselves renegades or who are thinking that there's some little renegade inside of them that's trying to get out and they're trying let to cut me through out, the noise. Let me out. I want to be free. I want to change the world. That's the little renegade inside. That's the little renegade inside. That's I might have to clip that one. And uh, that could be a really good TikTok, I think, even though I know nothing about TikTok. So, <laughs> so if you know someone who is who is contemplating doing something a little bit different, a little bit unique, you might want to share this with them. Um, they could also join our Ring of Renegades Facebook group, and we'll talk about more of that later. So enough of the introduction stuff. Let's get to it. Like we always do every morning, Bob, we celebrate 
What are we celebrating today? It is National Kiss and Makeup Day. <laughs> I got yeah. crickets. I literally have crickets from you on this one. All right. You didn't like that one? I'll give you another one. I, I liked it. I was just, I thought it was like National Kiss Day. And I was like, oh, okay. But then makeup, well, what if I don't have anything to make up for? Do I not get to kiss someone? All right. I'll give you another one. I know you like the food ones. So how about National Banana Split Day? Never had one. Not a banana guy? I don't mind bananas. It's the, it's the like, strawberry. It's all the stuff they put on. Oh, Too right. You, you, we learned this yesterday or the day before that you have issues with fruit. I don't have issues with fruit. I have issues when people think that fruit is part of a dessert. <laughs> That's my issue. <laughs> That is not dessert. <laughs> um, I, I want to get jumping with Tim's comment because it'll be relevant now rather than later. Embrace your renegade, but don't embrace TikTok. <laughs> is there an issue? Although I think TikTok can be very addicting, I think. And, and Tim also provides this, which is what I was going to say. How can someone never have a ba banana split? You have issues with fruit. Just face it, Tom. It's what's real for you. I don't have issues with fruit. And he's even using our lingo. I like that. I don't have issues with fruit. I like I like oranges. I like apples, especially green apples. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have an issue with fruit. My issue is that people think thinking fruit is a dessert. Now, that can be what's real for them. That's okay. It's just not what's real for me. And, you know, you see the banana split, and it's got, like, multiple kinds of ice cream. It's just got a lot going on. That's a lot. Uh, Tim says, now nah, I'm not buying it. So, and, and folks, you may be wondering why we're having this discussion. And you may say this is a complete departure from what you were hoping or expecting. But this is actually how you get to know a person. This is really where you start forming a relationship. I now know that if I'm going to celebrate something with Tom, I probably should not get a pie. And I should not take them to a nice ice cream place that has really good banana splits. I didn't know that about Tom. We've spent hours together going, doing various things. And I didn't know that. So now I know something more about you. And that can help. In business, that can be really valuable. So you may say, what's this diversion? But you can see how organic, excuse the pun, this can be just in terms of we talk about the National Day and there you have it. But Tom, why don't we shift gears because we've been talking all week about what happens when someone says no to you. You mean like when, I say, like when I say no to a banana split? Yes. Doesn't mean that I don't like ice cream. Doesn't mean that I don't like fruit. Just don't want them together. Something you could, uh, someone could learn about me. Okay. So do, do you want to carry the ball now or shall I? Go ahead. I interrupted you, so you can... You no, can it's fine. I will confess to you, I don't remember exactly what today's topic is, even though you popped it up on the screen at two different points of time. Okay, so why don't I jump in? I'll at least get you started, react. All right, so swing, swing the bat for us. There we go. So today, actually this week, our conversation is about when they say no. You know, what happens when you say no? And we talked on Monday a little about what it means. Yesterday, we had a conversation about what it doesn't necessarily mean. And I thought that was a really uh, good conversation. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to what known doesn't necessarily mean. It's not about you. Many times. 
Um, and I think so often we think it is. So today, now that we kind of know what it means and we know what it might not mean, today's conversation is around what's next. What happens when you get a no? And what your next steps, as we always like to talk about, what's the next step? Because you don't want to get stuck with the no. And that's a little bit about what we talked about yesterday is about where you where your mind goes when you hear no. So now that we know that you have to take a next step, what's next, Bob, when you get a no? Well, uh, I have spent a lot of time working on when someone says no, because it happens more often than not, believe it or not. I think that's a reality. If you're if you're doing things that are renegade, People won't understand it initially as well as they might in three months, three years down the road. So I think that you get those no's. What I've learned is when I get a no, I have to think about all the people that have said yes to me prior. And that's one thing I do. The other thing I'll do is if I have a day where I get a couple of no's, I make sure that before the day is over, I talk to someone who understands and supports what I'm trying to do. They don't know I'm calling because I got four no's on calls. They just know, hey, Bob's calling. Oh, hey, what's going on? Oh, how you doing? Oh, Bob, that thing you're doing, how's that coming along? And I find that having that positivity cycle through gets me over that immediate feeling of, I'm a failure. Why did I do this? I should have done something else with my entire life. I'm a fraud. I don't know what I'm doing. It's over. Time to pack it in. Do you have to do a tax form if you only are in business for two months of the year? If if you if you don't, but those are all the things. I mean, that's and I think lots of people have different things go through their head. How am I going to how am I going to pay my mortgage? How am I going to pay for my kids' school? How am I going to put food on the table? How am I going to pay for insurance? How am I going to do this? How am I going to do that? That tends to bubble up for me when a no comes. It's it sends me on the path downward, and I have to really work hard to overcome that as quickly as possible. And Tim says, "Let me jump in." For me, when I get a no, I tell myself that the no is situational, not a long term thing. I stay in touch, let them know I am available, and plan for the next time an opportunity comes up when I can get a yes. I mean, those are, it's interesting. Um, and I agree with what Tim has to say. And I understand exactly what you're saying. I think that that thought process can easily go through people's head. I want to switch it over a little bit. Sure. I wanna think, because I think, and not that this is wrong. But, but we do need to acknowledge that thought process, right? That does happen. And it's not atypical. And it doesn't mean you're not a renegade. It doesn't mean you're not doing great work. I can openly admit those thoughts go through my head. And I have to deal with them. If if I don't acknowledge that they exist, it's going to further slow me down because that can cycle into, oh, everything's wrong. Of course. Right? Absolutely. It becomes the tornado. So I just want to make sure before the tornado comes, I'm putting up my shutters and all that stuff so that that tornado doesn't blow through the house of Bob's mind because it loves to go through there and it can wreak some serious damage. I completely understand that. And I would say that I have those, I have those thoughts as well, as I'm sure many people do. And 
one of the things about that is that's thinking about how does this impact you? I yep. like to try to think about how is it impacting them? Because that allows me to stay away from those thoughts or try to stay away from some of those thoughts. If I start to think about, okay, well, why might they be saying no? And, you know, yes, you can just take no and move on. Or you can try to figure out what the challenge is. What's the reason? And I wrote about this in LinkedIn yesterday is it's as much of them saying no to themselves as as it is to them saying, you know, saying more than saying no to you. And mm -hmm. what is behind that? So sometimes I like to ask people, you know, like, okay, what was there? Is there, is it pricing? Is it timing? Is it, you know, and what's interesting is that while all of those are true and can be what that person is really feeling, many times there's other things behind it. Pricing could be priority. You know, we talked yesterday about me going in and buying clothes and how I stand around and look and whatever. And my mind might be saying it's too expensive. Probably what's really behind that is, yeah, I don't really need it right now. It's not a priority. Because typically I'm not looking at things that are hugely expensive. You know, maybe it's a dress shirt or, and it's not, you're, we're not talking about thousands and thousands of dollars. Now uh, that you have those polos, Tom, you don't need any other shirts. I don't need You're any good. Other. Correct. And the polos are a good example. I mean, I looked at the price and I, I knew because they were going to be embroidered, they were going to be a little more expensive. It would have been very easy because of price to say no. And I really felt that they were going to make a difference. It was a solution to a challenge that we were facing. And so the priority to get two for me and two for you was more important and had more value to me than the cost. And I think oftentimes when we get a no or when someone says no, that's almost, it's easy to say no. It's hard to say yes sometimes to yourself. And it's easy to say no and blame it on things like I don't have enough time. It's too expensive. I need to talk to someone else about it. All true. I love Tim's comment. Did you see Tim's comment? Must be nice to have cool polo shirts. <laughs> he, he really wants a polo shirt, Tom. That's Bob's payment for all the, the time spent doing today's antidote. So, and mine. <laughs> That's our payment at the moment. Wow. So I think that I just think that there are sometimes many other reasons behind people's no. And sometimes I think it's our role as the leader as the owner, as the per person providing the goods or services to explore that and try to figure out what's behind the no. Is it, is it price or is it, you know, maybe they don't see the value. Maybe they haven't created the priority or they haven't looked at the priority of something else. I did a great exercise with, um, it was a great tactic and I'm not sure it works with everyone, but it was, uh, it was an interesting exercise to go through uh, with my coach. And they were talking about, well, what happens when you have high ticket offer or any ticket offer and somebody says it's too expensive? Okay, that just means that they haven't, ha they don't have enough pain. There's not enough priority in that for people to act and to act to get it done. And so I think sometimes we have to explore that. Sometimes they say they don't have enough time. That means they just haven't prioritized that. We have time. Right. Say, so, well, I don't have time for coaching. I don't have time to go to this workshop. I don't have time to 
figure out this piece of equipment that I've been given, this software that my company has provided. I don't have time. You have the time. You just have to prioritize the time for that piece. If you have a piece of software that you're getting in your office or that you are providing for your team and it is going to radically change what's going to happen, you have to create a priority for that. We, we had that happen. We had a piece of software that we were using at an organization I was at that was really powerful, although no one in my team had ever been trained on it. And so we didn't, we weren't using, we were using about 5% of its capacity and complaining that this piece of software didn't work, where it wasn't going to really be valuable. So we should look for something else. Well, once we prioritized and said, hey, we, there is more to this than we think, we went and got trained. We spent time making sure that everybody on the team understood the value and the process so that it was easier to use. And when we prioritized that time, even though we had a million other things we could have been doing, the end result was that piece of software was very powerful and dramatically changed what, how we were able to connect and engage with people in a monumental way. And so if we had never prioritized that, and just said, nah, we're saying no to the software because we don't think it works. Nobody likes it. You know, all those other reasons that people said no, we would have been missing out and probably cost the university a lot more money to bring in a whole new system that we still would have had to been trained on, still would have had to learn, still would have had to allocate time for. And I think sometimes that that's some of the process that we go through is where does this fit in my priority? So when you hear that, no, sometimes you can explore what does that really mean for the person? Why is it that they are saying no? You know, and I, we've talked about this earlier, not in a accusatorial, judgmental, just more as an inquisitive. I'm curious, you know, you said that this was, you said this was a suit that you really liked and that you needed a suit to go out. So why are you now not, deciding to buy it. What do you need a suit to go out for, Tom? I keep meaning to ask you, are you clubbing in the evenings again? Now that the pandemic's backed off a lot? You're a big rave fan, right? You like to go to those raves, those pop-up parties that happen in old warehouses? Yeah, because I'm the one who sits here very calmly, usually throughout the show, and not very animated. animated. And you think I'm the one that's out clubbing. <laughs> Fascinating. Um, I want to add into the discussion Tim's comment. Eventually, you'll send me a couple, and he means polo, just to shut me up, LOL. Because at some point, the pain could become significant enough that you just say, you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to send Tim a couple of shirts. And that's that's what it gets to at some point. You know, right. we in, in some ways, we either have to help our client customers identify and feel the pain enough that they say, oh my God, I have to have this. Or on the other side, the pleasure, you know, why do people go out and buy expensive sports cars? They're not in pain. Well, maybe they are, maybe it's a midlife crisis. And usually they are looking for something that will bring them pleasure. So in that case, the salesperson is like, hey, it wouldn't, think how great it would be. Top down, driving down the highway on a nice sunny day, People looking at you like this, I mean, that's about how do you 
make them feel the pleasure and say, oh, my God, I have to have this. You know, so often that's not the case. We're usually solving challenges by what we're providing. And so people usually don't go searching for solutions if they aren't truly have some interest. So if the interest is there, we just have to have find a way to help them see how this solution is really the answer to the challenge that they're facing. I like that. So, Tom, we've hit that point. My favorite part of the program. Okay. What's your one thing, today's antidote, that thing that's going to change how we look at the world? It might not be today. It might not be tomorrow. But someday you'll look back and be like, oh, wow, that really changed how I looked at things. So I think I'm going to go back to where I started with this, because I think that's an important piece. I think, and I'm going to acknowledge that hearing no has a definite impact on us as the person making, providing any offer, asking for anything. Um, and one of the ways to avoid going down that hole of despair is to think about them. Think about the person buying and why might they be saying no and trying to maybe understand a little differently what what's behind the no and how can I better understand that in a way to then help them move forward uh, and turn a no potentially into a yes. I love that, Tom. I think the fact that you acknowledge that we have that feeling inside is really important. We have to acknowledge that that could happen. And then from there, I agree with you. It's a matter of, okay, take a deep breath. The world's not crumbling. What can I learn from this situation? So that next time I'm closer to a yes, whether it's with this person or the next person. So I think that's really great. I also think it, it, the, more, the more we're able to do that and really focus on what can I learn from it, the less impactful all those other feelings and thoughts can yes. be, you know, if you let yourself go there, okay. And then you can also be like, okay, I'm going to let myself go there for two minutes and I'm going to feel bad and I'm going to, you know, swallow up my pride and try to wonder what I'm doing. And then I'm going to go to the next. And I think the next time you go, okay, I'm going to allow myself a minute, right? 30 seconds. The more comfortable we get is, you know what? I don't care about that stuff. I know it's there. I know I'm going to wonder it. And I'll think about it, maybe sleeping at night right now. I'm going to focus on them. And what is it about them that I need to know more of and I need to explore differently so that they can truly see that whatever they are seeking, I have the solution for it. I love it, Tom. It's time to wrap this puppy up. Do your magic and make sure you don't forget. I know it's prone to happen sooner or later. That group you're about to talk about is a private group still, right? Yes. If you are interested in joining the Ring of Renegades, uh, or if you want to share your one thing, what's your antidote for today of what, uh, when they say no, what's next? What's next for you? Because what's next for you is going to be different than what's next for everyone else. Please feel free to share it inside the Ring of Renegades. If you're not yet a member of our Ring of Renegades Facebook group, it's easy to do, easy to join. Just go to Facebook, search for Ring of Renegades. And all you have to do, because yes, it is a private group. You just have to ask to join and tell us why you're a renegade. And then you can become a part of our growing group. And that's a great way for you to stay connected and engaged with the community while you take the hard steps 
the Renegade Pathway to help you find your own unique pathway to success. If you are listening to this on the podcast and not yet a member, we hope that you'll join us and become a part of that. And if not, we hope you'll share this podcast with others. Others who you know sometimes struggle with a no, because this might be what they need to help them move forward because they feel like all they're getting is no's, whether that's from clients or customers or from people who don't believe that they're taking the right path, that they feel like they have a different or unique or, or a different thought about where others should go. So thanks so much for being a part of our show today. And hopefully we will see you inside the Ring Around the Gates Facebook group, or we'll see you tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern time for our next edition of today's antidote. Have a great day, everyone. Hey, embrace the renegade inside of you. Thanks for listening to today's antidote powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.